This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Well, all right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and Chuck. Today, well, we're going to talk about the militarization of the police. Is it necessary? Um, is it a little excessive? And why do all the federal agencies need their own SWAT teams? That's what I'm really worried about. Um, yeah. Well, we're going to kind of dig deep. Kevin, do you even think that, you know, all this uh, military hardware has a, a place with the local police? I mean, is that something we need in small town America? Yeah, I mean, well, I've got my own opinions, but uh, this is the uh, this is for a statement, or this is a from an FBI law enforcement bulletin. This is a, an excerpt of that. Perhaps okay. militarization weakens the community relations necessary for effective policing. The public seems to believe that using ta- tactical equipment, weapons, and other resources appears more closely akin to military operations than domestic law enforcement. So that's, that's what the FBI thinks about it. Um, Honestly, it seems, uh, it seems like, you know, a little bit aggressive that, that law enforcement has automatic weapons and now they're, they're banning uh, bulletproof vests. You know what I mean? It's like, what are you guys doing here? Yeah. Right, you can't have an AR-15, but we can have a full auto, you know, M4, right? right? Yeah, yeah. I I saw at some protest they they had a, a police tactical 
uh, armored vehicle. Yes. And on top of it was a guy with a belt fed machine gun. Like, you what are you know. planning on doing there? Like, what are, you you want to like wipe Just, out 80 people if they get crazy? What like, what are you going to do? Exactly. It's like, what are the optics, you know, that like you have to right. think about that a little bit after, like not even the optics of right now when you're doing it, but the optics of this is how it looks after, you know, like when you have, you know, 80 people laying in the street, sawed in half. Right. How does that ever seem like something in America that, you know, you want on the news, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It just seems, it just seems a little bit over the top. You know, listen, I'm all for uh, police being able to uh, defend themselves and that, that sort of stuff. But uh, how often are you getting in, in machine gun fights that you have to carry them in your car? Yeah. Like how often does that come up? I hey. got a little old lady speeding and she doesn't want to pull over because you got an unmarked car and she doesn't trust you. Better ram her off the road. Yeah. 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 I, I just, I, I don't know. That's something I always worry about is uh, like, why, what is your purpose? There's no way that your goal is to protect and serve when you're trying to be sneaky and hide who you are. Now I understand you're like, Oh, well, I'm trying to sneak up on the drug dealers and they all, you know, when you turn on the lights, all the cockroaches run into the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Like there might be a That's, place. They don't even that. use like, those if you vehicles do, for that. Yeah, yeah. I know. If you want to do detective shit, like, you know, a sneaky undercover guy or whatever, that's different. But I don't know. Like, like I could get, you know, when you're doing a raid, not rolling in with your military vehicles and you're swatted up, you know? But mm-hmm. who knows? So anyway, so this started back. Do you remember President Johnson? I believe he's the one after uh, he was Tricky Dick's uh, vice president. I think. I think he I was. That was Ford. I no, no. But anyway, yeah, Ford. No, Ford was elected after Nixon, but he wasn't Nixon's Nixon's guy. guy. Okay, yeah, I think. I think that's whatever. It doesn't really matter. President Johnson, sixty-seven, um, set up. There's a whole documentary called Riotsville that I was watching, and they set up under under Johnson. They set up on military bases all these like small town America, like little mm-hmm. shops, and right. they practiced rolling in and you know kind of rolling over all the little uh, the towns and and seeing what that was like. Like a little um, kid walking his dog, run that shit over with a tank. Yeah. Pretty much. Now, I do have to point out, America as actually has a history of military police happening from way back. You mm-hmm. you didn't realize this, but right. it turns out we used to have military troops right in major cities. You might be thinking of Boston, New York, in Boston, yep. Massachusetts. I think is the one. Yeah, and uh, I think you said New York. Um, yep. They had some kind of, uh, yeah, you know, military, and I would be referring to the redcoats. Um, and that was actually something that we used to oppose as a society. Yeah, we didn't care for for that was not armed assholes running around. And then in our cities. Wait, didn't just recently we have some kind of marathon in Boston, and then all of a sudden there were more military police mm-hmm. going right. on. I mean, again, it was, you know, armored vehicles, guys in turrets with, uh, 
you know, with guns pointed out. And if you looked out your window, they were pointing the gun at you. And mm-hmm. you know, remember there were all the people, oh, well, they randomly shot in my bedroom. <laughs> and, you know, the guy thought it was funny because he's like, yeah, they actually shot through my apartment and took out the monitor that he was looking at on his computer. And he's like, but I had gotten up to go get coffee. He's like, I could have been sitting there. They were lucky. This guy was a stoner. Or yeah. They would have had a nice lawsuit. The guy was <laughs> like, it was crazy. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Wild man. shit is always lawyer. happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's like far out, bro. But that's, that's the thing, you know, they, so you're like way back. Right. So I seriously though, we started with the red coats and we were like, we can't have this soldiers marching around. And then now it seems like we're like totally at peace with it. You know right. what I'm saying? It's fine. Like, I, I understand that like us now in, you know, small town America, you don't see it, but in New York city, like I've gone to New York city, you see guys just standing around with, you know, full auto machine guns and like tactical helmets, vests with, you know, magazines and the whole deal. And it's just like you're in Iraq. And I don't know, Kevin, I mean, maybe you've been there more recently than me, but when I was there probably about four years ago, I mean, I've been in New York more recently, but when I was in in the city. city about four years ago on at least every corner was somebody standing there with a machine gun. And I hadn't yeah. seen that since I've been in Israel. You know, I mean, that's a. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, go to go to Manhattan. There's there's almost as many uh, law enforcement officers as there are people walking around. It's crazy it's, how many. And they're everywhere. They're just like everywhere. standing on the corner and just like eyeballing you like you're a big threat. And you're like, mm-hmm. really, dude? Like, what the fuck? Like, I understand they're not mowing people down, but it just, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, it's a show of force, right? Exactly. Fucking behave. You better behave yourself because look what we can do. Exactly. And then, you know, it's, it's, how does that come in? So there's basically, we had passed this, uh, way back that posse comitatus, right? They Mm -hmm. talked about. It was 1878, and it basically said, uh, whoever in this case, under any circumstance expressly authorized by the Constitution or Act of Congress, willfully uses any part of the Army or the Air Force as a posse comitatus or otherwise to execute the laws shall be fined under this title in prison not more than two years or both. Now, the idea is, they were like, we don't want any of that shit with the red coats standing in the street. Right now, I understand what we're talking about is not the military on the street corners. We're talking about the police. But when the federal government is funding and I want to say controlling the police because mm. they're choosing basically what it is, is right. hey, we'll they get give to you choose. a bunch of right. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a bunch of free shit. But. That means you got to enforce some of our shit that we care about. Mm-hmm, and, right. you know, if you adopt these laws and if you kind of respect our authority, then we're going to be down for, uh, you know, going and, and doing that bullshit then giving you good stuff. So it all came about. There was. Uh, um, basically, I think I, it started under Bush, Bush senior. 
they came up with the 1033 Act, and it basically made free decommissioned military vehicles available to any law enforcement agency as long as they paid for the shipping. Mm-hmm. All right. And, you know, that still can kind of be a little bit of a budget thing. But, you know, people see military hardware and they get excited. You know, who doesn't want to drive a Hummer around town? I mean, yeah. really. Kind of, you know, kinda, it's a little yeah. hard on the streets, but, you know, hey. Um, so then uh, in, and that was in 1981. Well, 81 is Reagan. Right, um, right. Well, Reagan was, was, uh, pretty amped up on that war on drugs right. and that kind of so, ramped things up. It all kind of came each one with a war, right? The first mm-hmm. one was the war on drugs. Then they had the war on, uh, on crime under Clinton, I think. And then we had the war on terror under Bush too. Mm-hmm. And all these wars that we were fighting somehow escalated, you know what we were doing. So anyway, the 1033, uh, Bill Clinton expanded it. So both Republican and Democrat, basically Bill Clinton did it. Remember that North Hollywood bank robbery? Yeah. And the guys were like full armored up and they were in those, you know, like ridiculous suits uh-huh. and they're just shooting machine guns at cops like crazy. And I believe there's some rumors of maybe cops being involved in that. Kind there of were thing. some rumors, rumors. I don't know. Um, and so, you know, he, he built it as let's bring back life-saving gears, life-saving gear. Sorry. Right. Not gears. Um, then believe it or not, Trump doubled down on this. All right. Oh, no, wait, no, wait, no, sorry. I, Trump did, but Barack Obama said, I'm tired of black people being shot and tore up from the militarization of the police and a Democrat actually said, well, let's put the brakes on this. Mm-hmm. Now I got to say, traditionally law and order is, is kind of a Republican thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, hard line law and right. order right. is a, a Republican thing. So that's not too out of character, but it just seems like, you know, we were against the Patriot act, you know, as, as uh Democrats were all against it. And then when they got in office, they're like, oh, yeah, we got to yeah, renew no. that. We're going to keep that. <laughs> and Republicans were down for doing it in the right. beginning, you know. Right. So it's all all over the place. Um, you know, you don't hear about that in the news, but that has to be renewed like every two years. Yeah. yeah they never they, talk about it, but they keep signing it back into law. Everybody right. was everybody was up in arms about it at first when it was Bush proposing it. But every president since then just keeps it going. Hey, Patriot Act. You know, we got to keep America safe. We're saving lives. That's right. Um, so that was the big thing. Then they, uh, you know, so Trump brought it back. And then Biden's kind of, you know, he doesn't know what's going on. So, I mean, it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, since I, 19- can't, I, I have a hard time even holding Biden responsible for anything he does. Because it seems I like he isn't even fucking aware of what's happening around him. I dude, I am so confused about what's going on in government. We got Mitch McConnell <laughs> having the stroke on having, camera. Yeah, what was we that? Got, that was wild. And Feinstein, uh, uh, Feinstein zoning right. out, doesn't Her know where the fuck out. she's at. Kamala Harris never knows where she is or what's going on. Yeah, dude. but I think she's working at full capacity. I don't, that's not like impairment <laughs> from old age. That's just how she functions normally. Yeah, okay, all right, but it's rough. But uh, anyway, sorry to get sidetracked. We try not to get 
too crazy. Um, since 1990, the DOD, that would be the Department of Defense for you non-military types, um, mm-hmm. transferred $6 billion in military hardware to local law enforcement. Um, now, the police seem to act like it's like a counterinsurgency, though. This is why I get worried. Um, they said that since 1982 to now, the SWAT has increased no-knock raids by 1,400%. So maybe people are are more messed up. I mean, it does seem like the world is more of a crazy place. I mean, I, I kind of get that law enforcement has to step up their game. Like, I mean, seriously, human trafficking now versus trafficking in the 70s or so. Maybe we just didn't know about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I think. You know, you I think, remember yeah. my when I was a kid, my mom always telling me, like, uh, things are so messed up today. People have never acted like this. This is crazy. When I was a right. kid. And then later on, a couple of years later, she told me a story about this uh, per- kid that lived next door to her. And she had pet rabbits. And the kid uh, came over and just pulled all the rabbits apart. And then, Who hasn't seen that play out? I'm like, what are you talking about? I've never heard of something crazy like that happening in my life. You're talking about crazy kids today are crazy. Right. But that wasn't, I mean, that sort of stuff, you know, now we have perverts and pedophiles. Back then you were like, you know, stay, keep your kids away from Ricky. He's a little bit, keep the kids away from that house. You know, right. now you got, you know, now you got laws and, and, you know, people are getting arrested for right. that shit. Or you just swept it under the rug. Oh, you got fingered? It's no big deal. Just walk it off, kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's inappropriate. Um, so that, that's the thing my wife always points out. She's like, yeah, you know, there always used to be like Uncle Pete. He's a little weird. Right. But And the kids would be like, I don't like hugging him. He's yeah. <laughs> And they're like, just do it. You have to. And, mm-hmm. like, and, and my wife's like, don't make kids hug people. It's wrong. <laughs> and yep. you know, that's that's kind of the world. It's it's always been shady. Um mm-hmm. but and there have been studies, and they basically say there's no the studies say there's two different ones that I read, and uh they both say, Well, there's no effect, good or bad. And I don't really buy that honestly. I feel like once you suit up the police like they're soldiers. I think there's some kind of, I'm a tactical warrior kind of thing going on in their head. Right. And they feel, they get amped up about that stuff. Cause I gotta say, I mean, you and I were both in the military. Right. And you know, when you're all like suited up and you're wearing a, I mean, I know after September 11th, we were wearing bulletproof vests all the time and, mm-hmm. and you know, shotguns and helmets and God knows right. what all the time. And when you're running around like that, you're definitely like, all right, I have all this gear. I'm ready to, you know, ready to party, ready to party, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's something to that. I don't think it's just, you know, I think there's something real there that makes you kind of like adrenaline and amped up. And I mean, you know, the more you wear it, it does become part of your every day. Like I get that. Like, you know, I carry a concealed handgun and at first you're like, Oh, I have a gun and whatever. And and I agree. It does become day to day where you kind of like even forget it's there. You know, it it does become old hat. Like I get Mm -hmm. that. 
I understand that's, you know, a fair argument, but when you got these guys rolling out in the big armored thing with the turrets, like, I mean, it comes back down to that after that Boston marathon, when they were tracking down terror, it was crazy. They oh, yeah. were insane the way they thought they could treat the public and, you know, do things. And they're like, martial law, it doesn't matter. We can do anything we want. We're just mm-hmm. going to kill people. And if you come out in the street, we're just going to shoot you down because you could be the one guy we're looking for. It's so mm-hmm. probable. Right. You know? And I don't care if you're a seven year old girl who's, you know, chasing your tricycle, whatever. Uh-huh. I-, I feared for my life. You know, it was just, it was insane. Yeah. And it wasn't that long ago. I remember that video going around of uh, um, military police. It was, was it military? I think it was National Guard walking down the street and a couple of kids sitting on the front porch filming him and yeah. then one of the one of the guys pointed at him and they just started shooting at the fucking house yeah like, what the fuck dude yeah they don't care they're sitting on their porch they're not like you know they're not out rioting and things but whatever dude you get gotta get amped up they they get crazy and it's it's out of control um now again there are some good that comes out of it like Dude, I'm totally cool with cops wearing bulletproof vests, all right? I don't have Mm -hmm. a problem with that. Like, you know, give them a little edge in the fight. Now, Mm -hmm. do I think you should outlaw uh, bulletproof vests for civilians? No, I don't. I I think that I should have that option too. You know, you you do you, right? And, you know, you're in a job where the odds of a cop getting shot are way more likely than... I don't know about way more likely, but than your average citizen is what right. I was going to say. I'm not even sure that's actually true, but they, I feel like they're going into harm, right? right. So they do, you know, it's kind of like a firefighter. The odds of them encountering a fire are a lot more likely than me encountering, encountering a fire, right? Right. That's fair. Um, people call the police when people are shooting at each other. Now, right. mind you, they usually get there long after that shooting stopped and the people are gone, mm-hmm. but they still get called. They still come. So, right. So they are going to be exposed to shooting and that kind of thing. So I'm with you. You know, a bulletproof vest, I would wear one all day long if I'm a policeman. I, mm-hmm. I understand that. I think that's a reasonable. And again, maybe I don't, if I'm policeman in Mayberry, Th- that would be right. an old town for old people. Yeah, I don't if think you guys uh, don't know any. Most of our now. listeners probably don't remember don't Mayberry. Even know Mayberry. All right, but uh, yeah, you know, old timey, right? If kids are walking around with fishing poles, although I do see those fishing videos on YouTube all the time, where somehow you can carry an assault rifle if you're fishing. Like whoever wrote this law is like some kind of wacko. Yeah, I don't remember where that is. It's a certain state. Florida, I think it might be Florida. Or, yeah, Florida. I mean, all the crazy shit happens yeah, in Florida, yeah. so that's a safe bet. You keep seeing these confrontations. I know I'm all over the place, but you know, you've seen them in your mm-hmm. YouTube shorts and the right. police are like, why are you carrying a machine gun at the Creek? Well, well I'm fishing. So I'm allowed. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah it's kind of crazy. <laughs> like that, that seems excessive, right? You know, you think the big one, the great white's going to come up out of there and you might have to, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, but they're doing I, it just I to piss know. police off, you know? And I, crazy. I appreciate that. Yeah, if you don't use your rights, you should get you're behind lose that. your rights, right? Use it or lose it. That's true. That, that I fully is fully support that kind of weird activism. But yeah, I don't know. 
police don't seem to like it. Um, yeah. So here's the here's the here's the the new one that that I'm getting excited about. A little bit crazy, a little bit dystopian. Um, but the the robots. Tell the, me the killer robots, right? Police robot death squads. Um. I did see RoboCop. Is it the same thing? It's similar to that. Yeah. All right. The San Francisco Board of Supervisors voted eight to three in November 2021 to permit police to use robots armed with explosives. Yes. Right. Yes. It's an unstoppable robot and it's going to follow you until it catches you and then it's going to blow up. Good luck. Good luck with that. Bringing Skynet into the present. I mean, this yeah. is about the time for Skynet, right? Yes. Actually, yeah. China's program is called Skynet because you know, they plagiarize everything. So they're like, uh-huh. they got to do that. They got the yeah, Harry they, Potter books that are all plagiarized. All the, yeah, all that stuff. They love it. They, yeah, right. they're they're uh, like, you know, where they watch everybody on the street and their whole grading system and, and all that with your social credit score. That's called Skynet. So, oh, is it? Nice. You know, nice. Hey. That's good. Um, the Dallas police became the first to kill a suspect with a robot in 2016. Mm. Do you remember that? I do not. Some no. dude went crazy uh, with a sniper rifle and started shooting cops. And then more cops showed up and he shot them. Wow. He killed five cops and injured nine, nine police officers. And uh, they sent in the, the explosive robot. He went in there, found the room he was in, went in there and blew up. So, I mean, uh, you know exciting stuff man they used to they call them now what do they call them loiter loitering loitering munitions that's uh what they're talking about over in in ukraine they have these uh drones that just kind of fly around with uh grenades and explosives and wait until they see somebody and and bomb them police are gonna gonna be up to that soon too man those robots are just gonna be running around running around with bombs on them just in case something pops off and uh NYPD has the new Digidog. That's an exciting one made by Boston did uh Boston Dynamics, right? Okay. Um, now, quadrupedal robot. Okay, Looks now there like is a dog. A, a dog one that I've seen that is available they say for pre-order that has a flamethrower on it. Nice. So, you know, hey, you got to keep classy. And what's cool Dude, not only they have the robot available for pre-order, but they actually have. I'll see if I can find the website and put it in the uh, the link on the bottom. Because yeah, we were all talking about it at work. It's funny I can't bring up gun websites, but I can order robot dogs with flamethrowers at work. So you know, do whatever. the flames come out of their mouth, or is there like a backpack type deal? It's like like how's a backpack, that but it no, it's right at the top of their head though, so it's it's ready to go. Um, but what they do have, it's about fourteen or eighteen hundred bucks. I'm not sure which, but you can buy the flamethrower that uh, that attaches to your drone. Now the mm-hmm. fourteen hundred or or whatever doesn't include the drone. You have to put your own drone. And then attach okay. it to it. So, mm-hmm. you know, you might be in it for 2,500. All right. But right. to have a drone flamethrower and dude, it wasn't like a, like that bullshit Elon Musk, uh, you know, three foot flamethrower. Right. This thing was like 20, 30 feet. It really, and it just straight gasoline, dude. It was uh, like, yeah, just, just fill that thing up. You're ready to go. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll see if I can get a link and put it in the show notes. Cause yeah. yeah. 
It, it well, was I mean, pretty good. exciting I mean, at work. All the guys were, you know, pretty excited about yeah, it. Yeah, how long How long before the police have that one? That's that's good. I mean, sometimes you want to arrest somebody. Sometimes Actually, you want to shoot them. Sometimes Paris, you have to put fire on that person, though. Yes. You have to Paris, light them on fire. The police actually did flamethrower mm-hmm. some guy and they kind of set his face on fire and that didn't end well. Yeah. Now they're For the saying police or the guy whose face melted. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're saying that it's cause who knew that using a taser and pepper spray together would become a flamethrower. Right. I do remember that. Now that you mentioned it, I do remember that happening. They but, accidentally lit that guy on fire. It happens, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, shit, the taser's not working. Let's, you know, step, yeah, I mean, they, up, step up our game. Yeah. They have to put that alcohol in the, in the, in the, the pepper spray. It's like uh 90% of the juice. It's what p- keeps it, keeps it potent, you know? Yeah. Now, one of the things I have seen is, is people are always like, oh, why do police need the 40 millimeter cannon? I don't have a problem with those, to be honest. Um, these are like the little grenade launchers, you know, you have like the six cylinder roll and they, whatever. So those are used with like foam rounds or they're used with uh tear gas. Right. And to me, I would rather see that deployed than seeing, um, you know, shooting people. Right. Yeah. Machine guns. Right. But also, also, uh, you can use that. United States can use that on their own citizens legally, but they can't use that in war. That's well, against that the, the rules insane. of war. Right. It's okay right. for your own insane. civilians to do that, but you you can't do that, you know, on the battlefield. Do you know, I saw, I was watching a documentary the other day, and it was only like five years ago, we destroyed all our sarin nerve gas. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and it was like, we had like 500,000 rounds. And they were, what? you know, big, yeah, like five inch, you know, round canister things of sarin nerve gas and i'm like you never know when you need that like you got to keep it Mm -hmm. they were like yeah we just had it ready and i'm like well yeah saddam's so bad we got to go after him yeah i mean we have that we have it that's fine that's different but but we're responsible good people right yeah more and more again i'm gonna get off topic you're gonna have to bear with me for about three seconds here but so there was Gaddafi. He mm-hmm. was like, hey, I'm going to sell oil backed by gold instead. And then all of a sudden there was a big uprising. The U.S. enforced the no-fly zone, and we took that mother, you know, that guy out. Right. Um, Realize he got he got fucked to death with a knife, right? Yeah. That's how he went out. It's not a good sometimes. No. Yeah, no. And, and then what did Hillary Clinton say? We came, we saw, he died. Ha, 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 ha. That's my Hillary Clinton impression. Just like the Wicked Witch, huh? <laughs> Oh man. Um, and then Saddam was like, Hey, I'm going to back Euro or, uh, back oil and I'm going to sell it only in euros to get off the American dollar. Mm -hmm. And then mysteriously Saddam was responsible for that whole twin tower thing. And he was like, I didn't even know that was going to happen. They didn't even tell me. And they're like, (laughs) whatever, you know, just now you're you're going down. You're done, bro. And then Putin, like we would be involved in the Ukraine war, except Putin was like, hey, we're only going to sell oil backed by gold instead of the U.S. dollar. Can't do and they that were shit. like, oh, oh, he's invading Ukraine. <laughs> Stop him. Yeah, I was like, they didn't the give I- one. They didn't give one no. single shit when Russia annexed uh, Crimea, right? 
Uh, whatever. But now all of a sudden it's a Wait, fucking serious this guy, threat. This guy wants to get off the dollar for gold. That's uh-huh. going to be a problem. So I don't know. I just think that keeps kind of playing out. Now, there was one more thing that I did want to touch on with this, and that's the federal government having SWAT teams. Now, have you seen this? So yeah. It's yeah. not like, why can't, like, I get why the FBI would have SWAT teams. Right. Makes sense, right? They're, they're mm-hmm. law enforcement. They're doing raids. They're going after kidnappers and sex traffickers, maybe in the U.S. Or I don't know what they do. I get why the ATF would have SWAT teams because, you know, they bust in people's doors. Oh, you bought three guns. I'm coming in. You know, right. whatever. They, they need a SWAT team for that because. You know, they're right. scared little children and they need to shoot dogs. And, you know, all right, I get that. 10,000, 10,000, Chuck. Kevin, that's why? how many dogs were killed by law enforcement last year. <laughs> 10,000 dogs. That's like 30 dogs a day they're shooting. That's not pretty. We're going to run out of dogs soon, man. It's lucky they breed. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, now, but then I would say, well, Kevin, or even the DEA, I'll give you. But the EPA, does the EPA need its own SWAT team? Yes. Like, I feel like, you know, hey, that guy's poaching a deer. Get the SWAT guys out here quick. But maybe, like, you need to just call the local police to help you with that. Mm-hmm. Like, do you really need your own SWAT team for the EPA? Right. Or let me go even further. NASA? Does NASA, NASA has a SWAT team? NASA has a SWAT team. All right. Um, Department of Energy? hmm You never know. Amtrak. Amtrak <laughs> has their own SWAT teams. And you're saying, well, Chuck, that's a, a private company. That's not the federal government. Turns out they work and respond to terror attacks and get funding from the federal government. So nice. I would say it. Now, Parks Police. Kevin, you know when you drop litter at the, the National Park. And they're like, hey. This is an important monument for whatever SWAT team. Bam. SWAT there team. There they are. All right. Um, now, there are the Department of Energy in their defense, they say guards nuclear assets. Eh, maybe. The like, Department of Energy, listen, it's, a, it's a, uh, a poorly kept secret that the Department of Energy is the most evil department in the government. You think it's the Department of Defense. You think it's the CIA. The Department of Energy is the one that's coming up with all weird, crazy, fucked up stuff. Death rays and things like that. If you ever find out the government is, is operating death rays, EPA You're did out. it. EPA did it. Yeah. And that's that's the thing, too. The IRS, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just bad, dude. There is so much involvement and craziness. And the government is just getting bigger and bigger. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Right, the IRS right. has a SWAT team. IRS. You Hunter, never Biden, Hunter Biden did pay a million dollars in taxes. And they and didn't they deploy the SWAT. Spend... Who is out there that they're sending that SWAT team after? No, remember they a... went to like Trump or somebody. One, who is the guy? There was one. It was while Trump was in office that they went and raided with the IRS SWAT team. Oh, I don't remember it. Um, I don't know. It, whatever. Get but wild though. They're bottom line, we don't need like I, I think when you escalate it with the full on, and I get like keeping police safe. Like, like that's cool. I'm I'm good with that. Um, you know, I mean, 
shit. I, I feel like we could up armor the uh, cop cars a little bit. You know, we could uh, yeah, make them a little fine. beefier. I, no I could get that. behind that. Uh huh. Well, I mean, they have armored personnel carriers now from uh, right from this. So, I mean, they're and, all set. And there. that's like one of the arguments for uh, why we uh, don't need the um, uh, why they're not as effective. You know, they said it has no difference on crime either way. They right. said like things like the armored cars are really never deployed. Um, you they know, I mean, they're, they're deployed. They just have them. Cause okay. it's like shit. Who can afford the gas, right? It's like, oh yeah, maybe, maybe not. Um, uh, but when you're rolling it out after the Boston thing, and I understand the Boston thing was a big deal, but I think that's like the perfect example. After the Boston Marathon, is the perfect example of why it's wrong. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it's great they caught that guy, and I mean, I'm I'm cool with that. Like, right? I, I mean, I'm cool with the idea that hey, at least we got the bad guy, and I think. Had they not done the full-on lockdown, the guy probably would have got away. Right. Right. He seemed, they seemed like they, they, they got away for a good long while. You know, it was a couple yeah. of, it was a few days before they finally uh, right. pinned him and down. And I in feel that, like that they could have slipped out of the country. And for the guy to be like, I have to hide under a boat in somebody's backyard, like mm-hmm. under a tarp, that's like that that's a serious manhunt that had that guy that paranoid and they right. still found him there and they still found him there yeah. yeah it's like oh you hit under that trash can you knew we were gonna look there right i don't care that it's a giant city and whatever you nope you're not getting away we're going under every trash can i feel mm-hmm. like if he held up in somebody's house and kind of right like uh you know, maybe taking the family hostage, be like, look, I'm going to hide in the basement. And you might have been better off. Yeah. He might have got away Cutting with it. The phones, but- taking the cell phones. He might have been able. I mean, he was I think he was bleeding to death at that point. You know what I mean? They they yeah. were able to when they got him, they they stitched him back up. But he was he wasn't in good shape. He was in bad shape. Well, that's you got to find the nurse and stay at her house. I seen right. it in movies. It always happens. It always. Oh, happens you're a movies. nurse. Well, you got to patch me up. Well, mm-hmm. it, strange coincidence. <laughs> now, I don't know, but that's the thing. I feel like when you step up the armor and the everything with the police, it just escalates everything. Now, like I said, I'm down for bulletproof vests. I'm down for cops, you know, being able to protect themselves. I'm even down for like tear gas because to be honest, it does save lives. You know, that that we can send tear gas in through the window instead of, you know, uh, sending cops in to you know and shooting everybody up you know when people come out coughing instead of me going in with the full auto machine gun that's probably better you know right i'm just saying I, I don't want people to die i want things to work out good but you're a disappointment chuck <laughs> uh what's your opinion on unmarked cars i've been seeing those all over the place now unmarked They're police everywhere. cars i i, am, I mean is I am it anti- good like if you're looking for a police officer now you can't yeah, find them you can't find them and even so well i don't do that kind of thing you're like wait you don't help people no no we don't <laughs> yeah, do that no. that serve you're that's, like that, that was bullshit that oh. yeah protect and serve i dude i want every police car to say to protect and serve. Didn't they have it in RoboCop? Like he had the big assault thing. And then it was like to protect and serve on the, they had an <laughs> that right. I, mean, I haven't seen RoboCop in a long time. I, know, I feel like I got to revisit that. Yeah. That yeah. was a classic. Um, uh, it says here, this is a, this is from an article. I read on this. It says, well, the revenue collected must be astounding 
so too is the ill will generated by such such tactics that's talking about unmarked cars so the re it's really good at like giving out tickets and making money for the okay for the town it's not really good for public safety that yeah. doesn't really help out at all it, if anything it makes it worse so i mean what's really important though isn't it i mean isn't that really what cops are for at this point is generating money you know what i mean right. nobody goes to jail anymore you just have to pay fines for everything how many small towns like that's their their whole thing is the cop that you know all the town's money comes from the cop sitting it where it goes from like sixty five to thirty five right, right as you roll through town mm -hmm. and you know on the main highway to it you know yeah. I mean there are specifically specifically places where they lower lower the uh, the speed limit just so they can collect like lower than than what it would normally be posted at for that for that designation of road but they can get a bunch of money like that. They just sit there and wait, sit there and wait for people to fuck up. Yeah. That's why I can't ever get any place. I always feel like the person in front of me is, is scared and driving 10 miles under the speed limit. Cause they never know when it's going to fucking change. And there's going to be a cop sitting there waiting. Yep. No. And that's right. I mean, it's people don't know. It's crazy. Like, I, I don't know. It, it just is disturbing that, they you really don't get the protect and serve feeling from mm -hmm. you know local no. law enforcement no and and civil asset forfeiture that's another one that that makes me makes me crazy yeah. if you have ten thousand dollars in your car and police pull you over and find it they just get to keep that you don't have to like have committed a crime or anything yeah that's and just theirs it's just know. free money and they can use that for buying margarita machines or automatic weapons or whatever they want. That's just theirs. They seize that Ferrari, just put police on it, and there you go. Some lucky Ferrari. asshole gets to drive the Ferrari every day. No, but I mean, why wouldn't you really? I mean, mm -hmm. I want to be that guy, right? You don't want to be that guy? You don't want a Ferrari? Come on, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. what if we tint out the windows, huh? That's what I never get is, is we can't have the tinted out uh, windows. I, I know in the state where I am, um, the police for their own personal vehicles can have it tinted out. Ah, like all but I mean, can't they just speed and do whatever they want anyway? I always thought that, that was the rule. But you, if you're a police officer and you pull over another police officer, sorry, have a good day. Yeah, I, I I've it seen worked. a few of those videos on, on YouTube lately where they're like, you were doing 95 and a 35. And they're like, no, not in my town. Like you always get the cocky sheriff. who's like, uh -huh. I'm a sheriff. You're, yeah, <laughs> but so yeah, no, you're not wrong. More exciting stuff coming up in the next couple weeks. So, anything you want to hear about, we'd love to hear it in the comments. Um, we you can also email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Um, you can get badass gear like this awesome t shirt I'm wearing that says survival and basic badass podcast, or my fancy coffee mug. You can go to uh preppingbadass.com. Or you can, uh, I don't know, just send us cash if you want. I mean, hey, That's we're fine. down for we're whatever, right? Kevin, we're good. We just take it. So <laughs> anyway, now we appreciate you guys listening, man. It's it's awesome. Um, we're you know you help grow the channel. You help uh, you know keep us going, keep us busy, and we hopefully provide you with good entertainment and you know some knowledge that you might help you prepare for bad things to come. So with that. 
I would say stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.